0: Hey there, this is Courtney Grimm on the campus of Huntington University. You're listening to Rooted, an in-depth conversation with interesting people and topics that matter to the Forrester family. Make sure you subscribe to Rooted on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. You can find us by searching Forrester Radio, Rooted. Today, I'm joined by Sarah Rickard. Sarah. Thanks for joining me. Thank you for inviting me, Courtney. Yeah. (laughs) So we're just going to jump straight into things today. So tell me a little bit about your position here at Huntington. Well, my position
1: is called the Office Coordinator for Student Life. Um, which means that I work in the Student Life office with all of, you know, Martha and Anita and Ron and Isaac. And I kind of help everybody and just kind of coordinate things for our office. And primarily, um, I work with Ron, um, who's the vice president for Student Life. So spend a lot of time helping him on things and just kind of helping our office run smoothly. Yeah. Um, exactly. My other role is I'm the designated school official for international student services. So in that role, I help all of our undergraduate international students with their immigration issues. And um, when they want to get a driver's license, social security number, they're trying to find a job, um, all of those kind of things, which I really love doing that. Yeah, so.
0: absolutely. It wouldn't work without you. So, um, how did you end up at Huntington? Like, what was your journey to HU? Yeah. So, um, my husband
1: is actually an alumni. Um, he graduated in 93 and ran track here at Huntington. And um, we were on a tour for our son, William, because he's always wanted to go to Huntington because um, his dad went here. And so we were on a tour. And while we were on the tour, my husband said, You know, I think you might really like working at Huntington. And he knows Martha Smith. So, I I called Martha that night and spoke to her, and there was actually a position open. And so I applied
0: and and got the position. That is awesome. So where did you go to college, and how does that experience compare to the experience for students here at Huntington or even just a working experience? That's a great question
1: Um, I went to Asbury University so um, you probably heard the discussion about that university and chapel um, yesterday Um, and I had gone to a public school my whole life and really wanted to go to a college that I could help my faith grow and um, I really found that at Asbury I learned to really love God's word and um, just was mentored by a lot of really great Christian professors there um, and just really enjoyed my time there. And so I was really excited to get to work at a Christian university because I believe Mm -hmm. in the value of a Christian education, um, especially for, you know, students at your level and just kind of where you're at in your spiritual life and Mm -hmm. being away from your parents' home and finding what means the most to you. What do you believe? Um, And so it was it was really exciting for me to get to actually work at a Christian school like Asbury.
0: Absolutely. And you said kind of how you went to a public school and Mm -hmm. to a private school actually working at a private school. What do you think is the biggest differences in those two and how that can affect a student or just a faculty in general? Yeah, um, I actually have one of my
1: children um, goes to Purdue. He's a senior there. Um, And so I've watched as my son, William, who's a freshman at Huntington, I've kind of watched both of their experiences. Um, And for me, the two things that make me feel that Huntington is a better choice. Um, Number one, I feel like being at a smaller school, you get more individual attention. Um, That's been certainly William's experience and that's something that my son Sam has really missed um, being at Purdue. Um, And then also just being able to be free about sharing your faith. Like I do a Bible study um, with four young women and um, I love that that's encouraged. You know, my boss says, hey, make sure you have the hour you know, for your Bible study. And I love uh, he purchased the workbooks for me and everything. And so um, I I just really like being able to be, you know, free about my faith when students are, you know, coming in and talking, they're having a hard time. I can, I can encourage them through God's word or pray with them. Um, And that, that just, as a Christian, that's really important to me. It's an important part of me. And so I love being free to use that in my job.
0: Yeah, absolutely, that's amazing. Um, you talked about, um, do you have two sons or do you have any other children?
1: Yeah, I have four kids. Um, my oldest son, Sam, is a senior at Purdue, and then William is a freshman here at Huntington. And then uh, my two daughters, we actually adopted from Haiti. Um, my one daughter is a sophomore at Norwell High School, and then my other daughter's a freshman at Norwell High School, so yes. we have four kids.
0: So you got them all over different parts of life yes, and everything. we do, we do. So how <laughs> do you balance that working Huntington having a, a child here and then also mm-hmm. everywhere else? That's a great question, too. These are all great questions. For
1: me. <laughs> Thank you. Um, my husband is a really amazing guy. Um, he loves the Lord and he is not the kind of guy that says hey you know these are traditional life roles you know he's happy to jump in and do things that might be considered you know a female role like you know making dinner or something and helping kids with homework and helping drive you know kids to different things Um, and so I'm just really thankful that I have a life partner who loves the Lord and loves me and loves our kids so that's that's been a huge help Um, and then also you know being a working mom, you know, you are juggling some things, but my kids are, are sort of older at this point, point. Um, and I was a stay-at-home mom while they were younger, so I'm I'm really thankful for this time in my life that I can work, because I love working, I love my job, um, and I can still be, you know, a really present mom for my kids, because they're a little bit older right now, so mm. for our family, that that's what worked best for us.
0: Yeah, absolutely, so, and when yeah. you love your job, it definitely makes it a lot easier. I do, yes.
1: It makes me a better mom, <laughs> makes me a better wife. I mean, I just... I really love my job. Absolutely so, yeah. love
0: that. So you talked about how you have two adopted um, daughters. Mm-hmm. How was that journey? What led you to do that? Yeah, so we... Um
1: We had been supporting a young man from Haiti for a long time, paying for him to go to school. And I just believe that God used that as sort of a doorway to connect us to Haiti. Um, And so when the time came that we really felt like God was calling us to adopt, um, it was sort of an easy choice for us to choose Haiti. Um, And at the time we had started um, working towards filling out all the paperwork To adopt a child. And that's when um, the earthquake um, hit in Haiti. That was in 2010. Um, And so we were really questioning like, wait, God, we felt like you were calling us to adopt. And maybe this isn't because at that time the whole country shut down um, Mm -hmm. and they had 50,000 children who instantly became orphans. So the orphanages were overflowing and they were really afraid of um, people stealing children, taking them out of the country illegally. Mm -hmm. So they shut all adoptions down. Um, And by the grace of God, they within six months they reopened um, and we were matched with, we were intentionally looking f- actually just for one child um, but God matched us with two sisters um, whose mother had died in the earthquake and their dad was, had been injured in the earthquake and was dying um, as a result of, he had HIV as well. And so um, it took us a year and a half and we brought the girls home and actually sort of, this is part of my testimony too, as soon as we were bringing the girls home from Haiti, I was diagnosed with an advanced stage cancer. Um, and so that whole first year when they were home, I was doing chemo and you know radiation, lost my hair, was going through surgeries. Um, and God's family just came around us from the school, the churches, um, and it was such a great time of learning. I just became so close to God through that time because the Bible talks about how close he is to those who are going through suffering. And um, just the fruit that I got from his word is so precious to me. Some of my favorite Bible verses came, um, God revealed those to me during that time. And so, um, so yeah, that's, that's a big part of my testimony is, is how God brought the girls to us safely um, and then led us through that whole first year, um, you know, getting me through cancer and bringing the girls home safely and, and putting them in a family, you know, because mm-hmm. one of God's name is he's a father of orphans. Um, and so he just cared for them and cared for me. And... Um, Yeah. I just love,
0: I love the Lord Jesus Christ. So that's a big thing. I want to make sure we get in this interview. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Definitely. So how, um, when did you adopt them again? You said around the earthquake in 2010? Yes. That's when we started the process um, Mm. and it took, it was October, 2011 when they arrived. Amazing. So, yeah. So how did that kind of blend into your family? I know you said... It really kind of happened at such a, you know, hectic time Mm -hmm. in your life. And how did that really blend in with the family that you had already built here?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, It was there were a lot of things that we weren't expecting Um, when the girls arrived. They had never um, held a pencil before. They didn't speak any English. Um, They had never really seen a white person. Um, There was just this huge culture you know, clash, really, at the beginning. Um, And we were homeschooling, actually, at the time. And so I taught um, my kids, Sam and William, they learned Creole, Haitian Creole. So when the girls came, they were able to speak with them. And William especially was, he was so good at speaking Creole. And the girls just gravitated towards him. And he was their, you know, protective big brother. Um, And so that was that was kind of how God provided. He gave He gave the boys just a really great skill in learning this language. And the girls just loved, you know, having big brothers. And not to paint a completely rosy picture, I mean, we had a lot of, you know, the girls were in a sort of I mean the best way to describe it is feral like they just didn't know yeah. even really how to use utensils or the bathroom or anything mm-hmm. and so there was a really long time you know before they learned how to live in a home and be in a family and mm-hmm. um, you know we had a lot of long nights and early mornings and you know difficult times um, but you know, God just really, he just put us in a little bubble and just cared for us. And my mom and my family cared for us so well. And our church family did. And people were praying for us and donations were coming in to pay for my hospital bills. People were donating clothes that just happened to be the right size for the girls. And they had never had neat clothes before. And they were just wild with excitement to have all these great, you know, American (laughs) clothes. And the first holiday they were here was Halloween. And we took them trick-or-treating and they were like, this is the greatest country ever. Free candy. (laughs) Like we walk up to the door, they give us free candy. Yeah. So um, yeah,
0: those were kind of our early experiences with them when they first came. Yeah. That is awesome. (laughs) So um, you talked about Will a little bit, um, your son that goes to Huntington. How... awesome has that been having a son here? I know he plays basketball here mm-hmm. and you're definitely like active in that team as well. Mm-hmm. So how has that been just having him here and then having that bigger role on the team and watching them and watching him grow as well?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's been really fun. Um, William always was in a school where my husband worked, so he always was around kind of his dad because my husband's a guidance counselor. Um, And so my husband's kind of jealous that Will's at my school now, so I get to see (laughs) him all the time. So he'll, you know, he stops in to have me, you know, proofread a paper or, you know, just... Stops by to chat, um, right. so it's just yeah. I like kind of being here and knowing the professors that he has and the kids that he's around, and um, and getting to know the team, you know, really well. And just um, how much, just how great those guys have been as far as friends for him, and um, how how successful the team has been. That's been really fun watching too, and just thankful for the coaches um, that he has. They're just they really pour into the players and don't you know they only they not only teach them, but they are really great encouragers too and mm-hmm. even in practice if they do something small that's really good they take the time to point it out and encourage the boys and um, so I'm really really thankful for the, the coaching staff we have and the guys on the team that's been fun
0: So yeah. and I like making their treats their little game day <laughs> yeah, treats too that's kind of fun and I bet they love it just as much as you love making them it's, so. it's junk food so I don't know if the coaches <laughs> like it but I think the boys like it so, that is so funny Yeah. oh geez so Kind of back to your work role. Um, what does like a day in your life look like here at Huntington?
1: Sure. I mean, the the role that I have, it's kind of different every day because it's sort of when students come in, you know, if they have a question or a problem or there's, you know, like a parking issue or there um, I help with um, our housing um, issues too. So um, it could be related to housing, or maybe their, you know, ID card's not working, or um, they're having trouble with their meal plan. Um, it kind of goes all across the board. We we help with. Um, you know, SGA, the Student Government Association. Um, one of my favorite things that our office does is first Fridays. So like our meeting this morning, we were planning what we're gonna do for the St. Patrick's Day first Friday, and we're all excited about that. Um, um, I'm also helping plan junior-senior. So we were doing you know all kinds of plans to get ready for the decorations and the caterer and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that's part of why I love my job. I get to work with students every day. Um, and it's different every day too. So it could be an international yeah. student coming in and saying, you know, I need, you know, I, I, my i twenties expire. expired. Can you help me, you know, get this? Or I want to mm-hmm. get a job. Where do I start? Mm-hmm. You know, so it just, it's interesting, you know,
0: every day, yeah. just new things every day. That's an awesome part of it. So yeah, what are some other like responsibilities you have, but also some other like favorite parts of your job that you get to look forward to every day?
1: You know, definitely, um, one of my favorite parts of my job like I said is working with students I love this age group mm-hmm. that you guys are in it's it's such a to me, it's such a privilege to be able to, you know, have an influence and interact with all of you because you are at such an exciting time in your life. And it's Mm -hmm. just so fun to watch you and see, see you guys make decisions about your career and, you know, exciting things like that. So I really love that. And I love working with international students. Um, One of my majors in college was French. And so um, I just know how difficult it can be for our international students to navigate life in the United States because, you know, English is not their first language so you know while while classes are really hard for all students you know add to that that they're hearing it in a language that's not their first one that they understand the best um, you know they face a lot of challenges and so I just have a lot of respect for our international students and and what they go through to be able to study here and I love having them on our campus because I think it just provides a really great point of view for all of you to be around that you might not have heard mm-hmm. um, you know people that are from around the world I mean that's yeah. that's really exciting so so I just like that my job helps them be able to go to school here be
0: successful so, yeah yeah, absolutely well you help a lot of people so that's awesome um <laughs> Um, So kind of a closing thought, if you have any piece of advice for any incoming students this fall kind of preparing for college, coming in kind of nervous Mm -hmm. or don't really know what to expect, what's something that you can give to them as a piece of advice? Yeah, two things I would say you know, definitely
1: start with prayer because there's so many new things that are going to, you know, come across your path when you start as a student, you know, here at Huntington. And so I would just encourage you to pray and just ask God to give you guidance and wisdom, you know, to know which decisions to make and also to help with anxiety. You know, a lot of freshmen are coming in, they're worried, are they going to become friends with their roommate? And are they going to like the room? And is their meal plan going to work? You know, and all those things. And so I would just, I would encourage them and I do to families too, that this is a really good time to just pray um, Mm -hmm. that God would help you with those things. And then second, I just want students to know that we are there for them. You know, there's no question too small or too dumb. Students come in all the time. This is a stupid question. It's not. I love any random question that you bring in so that we can help connect you with the right person to Mm -hmm. get you the answer that you need, um, because we want you to have a really great experience here. I mean, we want you to be here to learn, but we also want you to have fun and meet friends and, you know, just really have a great four years that you can look back on for the rest of your life and say, you know, those are really special years for me. So, so those are the two things I would encourage families and students to do.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you, Sarah, for joining me on this episode of Rooted. And thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe to Rooted on iTunes, Google Play and Spotify. And remember, you can listen to Forrester Radio over there in Huntington on 105.5 WQHU or stream us anytime, anywhere on ForresterRadio.com. Stay rooted.